My dating life in 2021 was non-existent. I had just checked myself back in the game after being off the grid for a few years, and I was starting at zero. I swung and missed often, and through it all, I learned some incredibly important lessons that have completely changed my mindset and my approach to dating today. The journey of dating can be a bumpy one, but once you find your groove and you have the right perspective, it can actually be an exciting adventure. Today, we're going to dive into the seven dating lessons that I have learned the hard way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite, Bearded Man, Bob Bay. Each week on these podcasts, I dive into the topics to help you become the best version of yourself. Now, do I have all the answers? Absolutely not. This is just my bearded wisdom that I hope brings value to you. Now, if you enjoy this episode at any moment in time, all that I ask is please just screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening in on, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, you name it. Post it to your IG story, tag your boy at Bob A. That's B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y. Show the podcast in your IG story. Let me know what was the biggest takeaway. How did this specific episode change your perspective? Just you doing this helps grow the show so, so, so much. It's spreading us around like a wildfire, baby. We need to let the world know that this is the next big podcast. Spotify, get ready. You're going to be writing me a big boy check soon enough. But until then, I need all of you guys and gals to continue to share out these episodes on your IG story. It really, really does help. So thank you for those that have been doing so. Uh, if you have been uh, listening to the podcast, uh, you know, you know, dialed in, stay dialed in is a big part of the branding. Uh, a couple weeks back, I ended up getting up some merch made, a hat just says dialed and a hoodie that says stay dialed in in the middle. If it's of interest, head over to staydialedin.com to check out the merch. Once again, that's staydialedin.com to check it out. I'll also have a link up in the description below. It's pretty fire. You're going to want it. You're going to need it. I would check it out. <clears throat> All right, the dating playbook. I've had more success in my dating life in the last four months than I did in 2021 alone, okay? Coming off a three, four-year hiatus of throwing myself out there and really just going head down on my career, I really felt like I was starting at zero. This was partially inspired by a heartbreak my senior year of college, and also hand-in-hand with that was having no clue what I wanted to do after I was about to graduate college. You know, if you've been listening, a long time listener to the podcast, you know the story. I was a kid, went to a top business school, uh, but then I chose to go a different route than 99% of my class. I graduated, started a podcast, drive Uber full time to fund the entire thing. And I was just learning about myself during this time. A lot of downtime to just learn about me. When I finally did get to a point where I was ready to start dating again, I didn't understand the dance of dating and I failed time and time again. Did it hit home? Did I question myself and what I brought to the table? You betcha. Because some of these moments really got the best of me because I just didn't understand it. I just spent so long figuring out who I was. I know who I was, but now it wasn't translating. It, it, I, it, I didn't feel like anyone was seeing the value in me. And uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't fun at, at this time. Um, I wasn't finding mutual interest from the people that I was attracted to, and it would mess with my head. And I'd question, what was it about me? I was my biggest hype man. And I knew that I did bring a lot to the table, but I just couldn't understand why it wasn't translating into something 
or at least just a spark with somebody that I was just looking for her damn spark. And I felt like I was barely even getting that. I didn't need to have an official girlfriend to be validated, but even a date would have gone, would have given me more confidence that I was headed down the right path. And that didn't feel like it was happening often. Looking back on 2021 alone, this was my warm-up season. I was getting ready to get checked back into the game, and boy, was I ready. As someone who has been single since high school, I have learned to become a very independent man. Have I gotten in my head at times thinking about, wow, you haven't had a girlfriend in over 10 years? Of course I have, as I'm sure anyone else has who's gone a long period of being single. It just happens. But I counter those thoughts with positive reinforcements considering how I've been able to find happiness within me and not needing to get it from someone else. It also allowed me to be in a position of being very mindful of who I do let into my life since I've spent so much time cruising through life solo dolo. I have a lot of boundaries that if I am going to let this person into my life, they're going to have to they're going to have to hit some, uh, I'm going to have to cross off some uh, boxes and make sure that uh, this is the right person. I'm a spiritual person, right? And I don't follow necessarily any religion, but I like to believe that this single path really just has provided me a space to learn and grow, which I feel has paid off. But now I'm in a spot in my life where I have a sense of direction. I have some clue as to where I'm headed. I'm nowhere near the end goal, but I can and have started adding dating back into my life because I have the space for it. And I've wanted to bring that back into my life after just kind of putting a bandaid on it and pushing it to the side for uh, some time. It's been a roller coaster of a ride learning the dance of dating. And I have definitely had to do some internal deep work and rewiring my brain and perspective for just how it works. Past experience from heartbreaks have risen up within me which made me think from an anxious attachments perspective. I've created narratives in my mind about why someone isn't communicating back or just assuming they might've lost interest already. I've had to learn to truly step into my confidence and be willing to shoot my shot and not let rejection hold me back from taking another shot with somebody else. I've had to close doors with certain women knowing just it wasn't meant to be in order to create space for someone new to come into my life. It's easy for me to say this now, but this perspective out loud as I record this episode, but believe me, I've spent a lot of time, more time than I truly care to admit, working through these scenarios and these situations in my mind, trying to understand it and trying to change the perspective so that it didn't hold me down from moving forward. And that, and so it honestly just didn't allow me to feel um, and a, and a place where I was, you know, judging myself. I'm not here to be a fuck boy, right. And screw girls over, uh, just to run up as many girls I've slept with. That's just not my game to play. I think if you've been following and listening to me, you're watching my content. I think, you know, that thing, like straight through, that's just not really my game. I've always been a believer of quality versus quantity in life. And so that just lifestyle doesn't align, uh, for me. But am I open to the idea of dating multiple people at the same time? Yes. Um, I don't think I've ever fully wrapped my head around this concept around my brain until as of the last few months. Um, and I know my worth and I want to make sure that I'm playing the field until I fully, until I fully commit to going all in on someone. And I hope that, that the woman of my dreams is doing the same. 
And when I say dating multiple people, I'm not suggesting that you are disrespectful. I think there's a way to be very respectful, transparent with these women or vice versa, whoever you're seeing. And you're just, you're allowing yourself to see what is out there and to see what fits best for you. Vice versa. I hope the same is happening for a lot of people. I'm continuing to pursue this area of my life with an open mind and giving people of interest a shot just to see where this goes. I'm not trying to force it, but more so just go with the flow and see how things pan out. I know I bring a lot to the table and I'm very mindful with who I give my time, energy, and attention to, as should all of you listening. Now, when I say I bring a lot to the table, that's not coming from a cocky standpoint. That is coming from a place of truly knowing who I am and what I can bring to this world. When we see the world from an abundant dating perspective, plenty of fish in the sea, we move differently and our energy is contagious and our confidence is magnetic. When we see the world from a scarcity dating perspective, which I think was my problem in 2021, we are radiating energy of desperation, which is not good and people can feel that. Seven lessons that I learned from dating the hard way. These were some tough lessons to learn, and uh, I'm glad I learned them. Number one, abundance mindset. I think this was a big problem I had early on. I was throwing myself out there with a scarcity mindset, and if I met someone that was of interest, I had to grab on like a life jacket and hold on for my dear life. Now, that wasn't me being, being clingy, but it was me probably forcing it or trying too hard, too quickly which just immediately makes them want to run in the opposite direction. I get it. It took listening to podcasts, reading books, seeing clips on social media for me to fully grasp this abundance mindset, that there truly is plenty of fish in the sea. It's that trusted belief that if this doesn't work out with this person, I'm going to find another person of interest. Regardless if I have my eyes on someone else at the moment or not, I know that the world is full of other people. So I'm not going to let one person throw me off. I'm just going to keep throwing myself out there and seeing what happens. So lesson number one, having an abundance mindset when it comes to dating has changed my perspective. I know there are plenty of fish in the sea. So if it doesn't work out with someone, I'm okay with that. Number two, confidence is crucial. Over the last five years, I've grown to be pretty confident in my own skin due to spending a lot of time doing that deep work and getting to truly know and love myself for who I am. Problem is, for some reason, I didn't allow this confidence to translate over into my dating life when I was first getting back into it. I'm an extrovert and I love people, but I would be nervous to take a shot with someone that caught my attention. I wouldn't say there was a specific moment, but more so a gradual build for me to fully step into my power and lead as a confident man. This is crucial, regardless if you're a man or woman. Without confidence, I would never have been able to make the progress in my dating life. There's no question about it. Especially in a city like LA, you've got to be comfortable in your own skin. Otherwise, people will find someone else that is. But let me make one thing clear too. Liquor confidence doesn't count, does not count as confidence. True confidence can be accessed at any moment in time, and that is a skill that I and we all need to have 
in order to have success in dating. So lesson number two, confidence is a must. Once I was able to fully step into who I am, the most authentic version of me, I was then able to truly show up confidently. Liquor confidence doesn't count. Quick break from today's episode, and then we'll get right back to it. Today's episode is brought to you by Liquid IV, the greatest hydration brand in all the land. If you're watching visually, I have two of my favorite flavors, watermelon and grape. Grape just came out within the last couple months. Unbelievable. This product helps me feel my best self. It helps me continue on throughout my day at a fast pace, high energy. Uh, my like brain is clear. My mind is clear. I don't get brain fog. I have a lot of ability to continue on throughout my day doing a lot of different things. If you head over to liquidiv.com, you can get 25% off every single order just using my promo code, thebeardedman, all one word. It is so, so helpful. When we are pushing our bodies every single day, it is extremely important to stay hydrated. Making hydration is a priority that makes us feel better on a daily basis. Just one stick of liquid IV hydration multiplier and 16 ounces of water will hydrate you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. I don't know about you guys and gals, but I love efficiency. And if this product hydrates me two times faster than water, sign me up. We're all about reaching our inner potential on this podcast. And this this product is helping us do that. Uh, Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium ingredients, ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Uh, Liquid IV at this moment in time has donated over 20 million servings across the world. So not only are you benefiting yourself by buying this product, but you're also helping those out there in need of hydration by you just buying this product to better yourself. So if you're interested, head over to liquidiv.com. Use my promo code, thebeardedman, all one word, 25% off every order. I recommend watermelon. I recommend grape, tangerine. The energy product's really great, but try some out. Pick what might be of interest to you, and I guarantee you will enjoy it. Once again, liquidiv.com, thebeardedman, all one word, 25% off every order. Check it out. Now back to today's episode. Number three, express subtle interest. So many, fre- so many red flags looking back on my dating life for most of 2021. Unbelievable. And I have self-compassion for myself because I was out of the game for a long time, but damn, I didn't know what I was doing. When I would see or meet someone that I was interested in, I would just assume they would give me the hint that, hey, I'm attracted to you. I think I must have thought I was like some hot shot because that's just not how it works. Showing subtle interest in someone is how you let them know that you are attracted to them without directly saying that to them out loud, okay? You don't want to do that. That's not what you want to do. Now, this can be done by lightly grabbing their hand or rubbing their back for a second. And when I say that, you got to make sure you're appropriate and not right when you meet them. Like, let things warm up and then be very, very playful. Um, This also can be done through making playful comments to them, a little bit of banter, lightly complimenting their beauty, but not pumping them up too much, asking them deep questions or hinting that we should hang out you know, another time. Once again, let me just say the touching stuff, you have to be, you have to really, really read the interaction and it must be appropriate and nothing that makes them feel uncomfortable. Just in these small little gestures, you can usually get a gauge if someone is into it or not. And that was something that I neglected to do before. But once I started to express subtle interest, I was then able to get a read if they were interested in me or probably not. You know, it happens. Lesson number three, 
Express subtle interest to the person you are attracted to. Make playful jokes, lightly compliment them, and ask them deep questions when possible. Take the initiative to give hints that you are interested in them. Number four, dating is a dance. This is a valuable lesson that I learned this year, 2022. I have gotten in my head all too many times wondering why someone isn't communicating back with me or trying to understand why things got cold when they felt like they were just getting warmed up. I've solved all of these thoughts with these four words. Dating is a dance. It requires equal effort by two parties. And so long as I'm putting my best foot forward, I can live with however things play out. What I mean by this is as long as I'm communicating with the person and trying to make plans with them, I can't control their responses. If they want to dance, they're going to show the equal effort. And if not, they're stepping off the dance floor or maybe they're going to find a different partner. Either of those options are fine. You might ask yourself, but how, bearded man? How is it fine? Because we remind ourselves that we are dating with an abundance mindset, that there are more people on the dance floor waiting for us to meet them and to say hello. I am so much more at peace when I look at dating from this lens because it allows me to not get so caught up on why someone may have lost interest in me. The show must go on. I must continue to stay on the dance floor regardless if they have decided to leave. So lesson number four, dating is a dance. It takes equal effort from both parties. And if one decides to step off the dance floor, that is okay. We remind ourselves of the abundance mindset and that there is someone else on the dance floor waiting for us. Number five, let rejection add fuel. Have I allowed rejection from someone else to get to me? Absolutely, and it is not ideal. By allowing it to bother me, it's only stopped me from moving forward and getting back out there from shooting my shot with someone else. What has been key is using rejection as fuel instead of letting it be the thing that cuts off my momentum. I think to myself, oh, so they're not interested in me. Well, at least I can live knowing I went for it. And that perspective has made all the difference. There's no need to take it personal. We all have different tastes and interests. So not every single person is going to be attracted to us. There has to be one moment in your life when someone was interested in you and you were not interested in them. It's no biggie. It is just part of life. So lesson number five, let rejection add fuel to the fire inside you. If someone isn't interested in you, no big deal. At least you went for it and now it's time to get back out there again. Number six, close doors to open new ones. This is a valuable lesson I learned back in December. Um, I had just started seeing this girl. The energy was great. Her personality was outgoing. Honestly, the sex was fantastic. All was well, but there were just a few things that I knew didn't align with me. Once again, no big deal. I didn't think I was Mr. Prince Charming, but I just knew that this wouldn't evolve into anything more than just purely hookup buddies. So instead of putting time and energy into something that I just knew wasn't going to go further, I decided to end it respectfully and keep it moving. And had I not closed that door, I wouldn't have been able to been ready for opening the next one with a girl that I was more aligned with. 
Now, it can be hard to close a door when you're comfortable with someone or when you have that scarcity mindset that nobody else is out there that will want you, but that is just simply not true. Every time that I've closed the door or the door has been closed on me, okay, let's let's not make it look like the bearded man is just closing doors on women left and right. The door has for sure been slammed shut on me many of times, okay, many of times. But something new and beautiful pops up not long after that happens. So lesson number six, close doors to open new ones. It is better to move on from the person you are dating if you know this is a short-term thing and you see some red flags. By doing that, we welcome something new to possibly enter into our life. And number seven, embrace the journey of dating. When I was first getting back into the game, I used to beat myself up a lot because of how bad I was doing. Nothing was falling into place. Uh, the people that I was interested in didn't seem to be to be mutually interested in me. The journey at that point was just no bueno. A few weeks ago, I had the pleasure to chat with Andrew Fairby, uh, author of The Dating Playbook for Men, and this conversation changed my perspective. And he chatted about the journey of dating is a journey. When you first start surfing, you're not great. When you first pick up a guitar, you have no idea what you're doing. Similar with dating, you have to learn some lessons along the way, and that's the only way we're going to get better is by putting in the effort to learn those lessons. And without the effort, there is no progress in dating or any area of your life. Embracing the journey of it, the highs and lows, allowed me to learn and understand it from the perspective that I now have today on it. Am I an, ex am I an expert? Absolutely not. Have I learned the hard way? Yes. Am I continuing to learn today? Of course. The journey of dating takes effort, but so long as I've stayed consistent, I have found progress along the way. So lesson number seven, embrace the journey of dating. In the beginning, some hard lessons will be learned, but through these moments, it helps change the way you approach it moving forward. To recap, after being out of the game for a few years, I had a rough, 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 rough start getting back into it. We took some L's, many of which, but it only shaped my perspective to what it is today, which I am so, so thankful for. Seven lessons that I've learned from dating that I wish I knew earlier. Number one, having an abundance mindset when it comes to dating has changed my perspective. I know there are plenty of fish in the sea, so if it doesn't work out with someone, I am okay with that. Number two, confidence is a must. Once I was able to fully step into who I am, the most authentic version of me, I was then able to truly show up confidently. Liquor confidence doesn't count. Number three, express subtle interest to the person you are attracted to. Make playful jokes, slightly compliment them, ask them deep questions when possible. Take the initiative to give them hints that you are interested in them. Number four, dating is a dance. It takes equal effort from both people. And if one decides to step off the dance floor, that is okay. We remind ourselves of the abundance mindset and that there is someone else on the dance floor that is interested in us. Number five, let rejection add fuel to the fire inside you. If someone is not interested in you, no big deal. At least you went for it. And now it's time to get back out there again. Number six, close doors to open new ones. It is better to move on from the person you are dating if you know this is a short-term thing and you see some red flags. 
By doing that, we welcome something new to possibly enter into our life. And number seven, embrace the journey of dating. In the beginning, some hard lessons will be learned, but through these moments, it helps change the way you approach it moving forward. Challenge for the listeners. Spend 10 minutes within the next 24 hours and reflect on your dating life today. Did anything I talk about hit home? Are you happy with the progress you've made in the last couple months? Is there one of the lessons I chatted about today that stood out to you the most? Take some time to consider what, if any of these changes you need to make moving forward. Questions from the State Island community. Emma, best spot in Venice to find single men? Ooh, 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 that's a good question, Emma. Um, when it comes to Venice, I always think Winston House. I should be getting paid to say this because I am there all too often, but that's definitely um, the first spot in Venice. I would actually push and say there's two other spots that I would recommend that are in Santa Monica, uh, the Victorian and the Bungalow, both of which are big, big venues with a lot of opportunity, a lot of single people. And so I think uh, when you're going out for the night, you want to go to places where there are a lot of people so you have more opportunities to potentially connect with the right person. So Winston House, the Victorian and the Bungalow. If you had a guess of where I'm going to be when it's the weekend comes, those are three solid guesses. Um, and then last question from Maddie, how to get back in the game when it's been a year? It's a great question. I love the authenticity and vulnerability. Let's take, let's, let's let today represent day one and pick up where you left off from what that dating life looked like a year ago. Shoot your shot with any and all men that are of interest to you. Um, that's what you got to do. You just got to go for it. I recently had a woman ask for my number and I thought it was the hottest thing. So if you see somebody you're interested in, go for it. Just roll the dice. And remember, it is a journey. So there are going to be some high and low moments along the way. Just keep throwing yourself out there. Remember that there is no progress without effort, right? I used to be all pissed off, sitting on my couch, wishing my dating life was different. But then I realized inaction leads to no progress. As long as I'm out there and I'm throwing myself out there, things will get better. And in time, the progress does come. Pod review of the week. This week's pod review is coming from my man, Danny Miranda. Uh, the review, the title is three emojis of the Santa Claus. Sick. Love that. My man gave it five out of five stars. Love to see it. And the review says, Bobby is like Santa, bearded, and whenever he drops his latest episode, he releases many gifts. That is an honor of a feedback of a review. So Danny, thank you very much. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to be next week's pod review, please head over to the iTunes podcast app, scroll to the bottom of, of the show, and you can leave a one word or one sentence review. It is so much appreciated. If you're not listening on iTunes and you're on Spotify, leave a review there. You can leave up to five stars. I would push and hope for the five stars, but hey, I can't control that. So if you're listening on Spotify, uh, leave a review there. Leave a one to five star review there. It definitely, definitely helps. Um, if you enjoyed this specific episode today, screenshot this episode on whatever platform you're listening in on, post it to your IG story. Tag me at Bobby. B-O, three B's, four A's and Y's. Share out this podcast and your IG story. Let me know, how did this episode change your dating perspective? Was there anything that we that I chatted about today that really struck home or anything that you realized that was a good lesson? 
Share this episode out as I'm sure there's probably somebody that follows you, a friend of yours that maybe is struggling with their dating life and hasn't vocalized it. And maybe they'll listen to this podcast and it will help them. So if you feel, you know, you want to help the bearded man spread this wisdom, share out the podcast and your IG story. And uh, it would be so much, so much appreciated. That's it. Episode 181, The Dating Playbook. Seven lessons that I learned the hard way. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I damn well did learn it the hard way. But you know what? We're coming out on top and we're feeling good and we're making strides. Let's go. It's the Bearded Man Podcast. See ya.